2: from america and i am your ever so humble god-fearing and god-loving host of the show jeremy harold the hip-hop patriot broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire and i'm accompanied by my boy producer
3: eli what's going on today for this what's going on lfa family time to like time to share time to get the news two straight hours do it do it light them up let's find out where
2: everybody's from here we've got Dawtet in the building Red Hat is in the building. Willie Rumble is here today. Carol 126 is ready for some news today. MDSC is here. Kobe Jean is in the building. Fire Boss is here. Patriotic Lady 39, how are you? And thank you for joining in today. Willie, how are you? Ashley Owens, watching some LFA TV today. Bordeaux Jewelry is in the house. Jay Miles is here. Al and Carol Morris. Big shout out to you. How I love you so much. Thank you, Logan. Liberty Shines is here. Bad Moon is in the building. Fun Mom is here. I think Bad Moon and Fun Mom ought to get together. That would be a great day. And how about one more here? Let's give it to TD Hodges is in the building. Thank you very much. Well, you know what? We got a couple more. J.K. Alba, Arthur Nettler, Green Broccoli, Furry Grizzly, Bear. Tommy Lance, Suzanne Vermontis, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you see um, Suzanne, she'll always put in links. Uh, she does that as a favor to us. She's not a uh, an employee of the company or anything like that. I had some people, I saw some people asking that. No, Suzanne puts uh, rel- relative links um, for what we're talking about in the chat, so that you guys can have ease uh, for them and grab them easily, like uh, sponsor links and things like that. And we really, really appreciate that uh, from her. Yes, we got people watching from Nebraska, Montana, Iowa, Ohio, Florida, New Hampshire, and even overseas. Welcome. We appreciate you being here. We have got a show today. Let me give you the rundown. Eli, have you seen the full rundown yet? Let's give you the rundown here. Today's Groundhog's Day. Groundhog Day, Groundhog's Day, Groundhog Day. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, but that's not news. Uh, We're going to get right to the major, first and foremost section of today. Donald Trump witch hunt cases are over, squashed. What is going on in D.C.? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the New, the new York civil trial uh, that has been postponed. We're going to talk about the House of Representatives and how they want Fannie Willis in to answer questions under oath. We're going to talk about what's going on at the border. We've got Ryan Matta coming in live at 1145 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to show you videos from last night where everybody kind of where they started congregating together before they head out today. So we're going to be talking about that. Ryan's coming on. We're going to be talking about some rhinos in D.C., who just desperately want that border deal to be done because they want to send more money to Ukraine and do absolutely nothing on the border except allocate money down there to vet or to, uh, to document more people. That's all that's all about. We're going to be talking about what is going on in D.C. and why is this Sodom and Gomorrah lifestyle of gayness just ravaging through D.C. like a plague. We've got James O'Keefe Part 2 of Exposing the White House. We've got Ilhan Omar and what's going on with her. We've got some uh, uh, Oregon Supreme Court trying to do some election meddling. We've got to talk about some Georgia ballots, Lloyd Austin, and much, much more. So I hope you are ready. I hope you've rumbled. I hope you've shared. I hope you brought people in. Look at that. It is Jim at When Jam's birthday. It, today is my birthday. Is that, what is that, uh, who was that again? Let me just see one more time. When Jam. Jim, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jim. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jim. And everybody else's birthday that it out there. Happy birthday. Smash that rumble button. Let's get right to it. It's Groundhog Day. Did the groundhog see his shadow, Eli? That's the question. Do you think he did? Probably not. You think we're going to get all the uh, think we're going to get a lot more winter? More Taylor Swift. What's that? More Taylor Swift. Oh, nobody wants that. I'd rather have dead cold arctic winter than more Taylor Swift. Unbelievable. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's find out what's happening for Groundhog Day.
4: Happy Groundhog Day. We're here with the most highly respected and incredible groundhog in the history of the world. And he saw his shadow. It was a beautiful shadow. And that means four more years of Trump. You know, I saw my shadow too this morning and it was the greatest shadow in the history of the world. Crooked Joe saw his shadow and ran away from it. Nikki Haley couldn't see her shadow because she was too busy in an escalade. You know what I'm talking about. And Chris Christie saw his shadow, but uh, NASA called it a solar eclipse. But my shadow and this groundhog shadow are the greatest shadows in the history of the world. Four more years of Trump are on the way. Four more years to make America great again. Believe me.
2: Gotta love Sean Farish, ladies and gentlemen. If you close your eyes, I don't think you'd be able to tell the difference between him and our great and wonderful 45th, rightful 46th, and soon to be 47th president of the United States of America. And I love what he said about Chris Christie, right? What did he say about Chris Christie? NASA saw it, and they said it was just a solar eclipse. It was not... The Groundhog. Beautiful, a beautiful impersonation. Very funny by Sean Farish. Happy Groundhog Day. And I guess we've got four more years of this man coming. Roll it. your support for that man unbreakable? And I, and I, and I already know the answer. I already know it is. I already know there's no moving you from Donald Trump and your support for him to lead this country. And you know, there was not a single word mentioned in that video. There was no narration. There was no agenda as far as trying to get you to believe something. It was showing you what Trump goes through, what he does and how beloved he is. And you can't fake that. That's real. And nobody else has ever been like that. Nobody else who's ever run for president in my lifetime has been that close to the people. And Claire 1964 said it best. There are no words needed. The man will be back in office, and we will be celebrating. Not long from right now. Thank you to Mateo for the $40 donation. God bless you. We will keep that faith. And Ashley Owens, Eli, 20 bucks, lunch or coffee on me today. Thank you, my dear. We love you. We pray that God blesses you in all your ways. And we are very, very honored to do the news. So before we get to the Lord's Prayer I'd like to say uh, thank you to the wellness company for sponsoring the first and foremost section today. So if you guys, I know you guys have heard me talking a lot about this, and I know a lot of people can't afford a wellness kit. I understand that a lot. There's a lot of things that, uh, that I would love that I can't afford uh, as well. And some of them I promote, you know what I mean? Like I'd really love that big solar uh, thing from 4patriots.com, uh, but I don't have that kind of money to get that but you know what? There's a lot of people in your life that know you have birthdays coming up. There's a lot of people in your life that know that, or that, you know, that might, uh, they might buy something for, for Christmas or for mother's day or father's day. And it would be really nice if they got you something that you definitely will need someday, uh, and cherish. And I think that would be something uh, that we offer here on one of our partners and the wellness company might be it. And for those out there, who might be able to afford these? I think they're uh, 250 bucks around, depending with the promo code. Um, it'll give you a peace of mind. The contagion kit, the medical emergency kit—they'll both give you peace of mind. But I know this. I know this. If things were to, if if stuff were to hit the fan again, and I had to go to take my kids to the doctor, I had to go to the to urgent care. I had to go get something, some prescription or something like that. I would say to myself, going through all those, you know, do you have your mask? Did you get vaccinated? All that. I would say I'd pay 250 bucks not to have this conversation right now. And that's what I think. That's the the way you really got to look at it. It's to have and not need, not need, and not have. And both the contagion kit and the medical emergency kit and the spike protein support is all going to do you a world of wonders. So TWC.health twchealth health slash LFA twchealth health slash LFA. And also folks, another way to make sure that you are, your body is in peak physical condition so that you might not even need any kind of medication so that your white blood cells and your body is working and performing at an optimal level. Well, then you're going to need to make sure that you have your fruits and vegetables. Eli, remember when, um, when you were a kid and you go to school or something like that, and your parents would say, uh, or or the school would say, you have to eat your fruit, you have to eat your vegetables, gotta eat your greens, gotta eat them, uh, eat your carrots. It'll help you see around corners. You know what I mean? Like it was. Why do you think they did that? They did that because you need your vegetables and fruits. And the people that were telling us to eat them, they didn't even eat them. Well, let's not be like that. Let's make sure that we're getting our doses every day by going to Fieldhouse, uh, Brickhousefieldofgreens.com, Fieldofgreens.com, and use promo code. LFA today. All right, as we are approaching almost 5,000 people here this morning, ready for the news, ready for the truth in a very, very unorthodox and maybe sometimes entertaining way. Let's get to the Bible right now. February 2nd, year of our Lord. Casting your burden on me is a spiritual transaction, a spiritual transaction. You acknowledge that I am in charge of your life and that outcomes are ultimately my domain, not yours. This lightens your load immensely, relieving you from feeling responsible for things that are beyond your control, like, you know, almost everything. When you come to me weary and burdened, I have promised that I will give you rest. Psalm fifty-five, twenty-two: Cast your burdens on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. In Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. Come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And I and for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And before you turn out the light tonight, right now, depend on me to carry your load. The older you get, folks, the less weight you can carry. And that's, that's just truth. The older you get, the less weight you can carry. So dump a little bit of that load, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, give it to Christ. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. If you will, please remove your hats, bow your head, and please say the Lord's pr- prayer with me. Out loud if you can, but definitely to yourself. Our Father, who art in heaven. I really appreciate so many people in here now when we do the Lord's Prayer. It's always over 4,000 people, and anytime that we can uh, have a lot of people in when we do that, whether they're believers or not, it's really nice to have so many people uh, congregating in one area. Okay, Uh, here we go, folks. Uh, Please do me a favor. We're getting ready for the first and foremost section. Lift up your cups, and if it's full of that Rise Up coffee, or maybe it's even whiskey this early in the morning. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to have a slurp. Let's go. We love you in Wisconsin as well, Shannon. Thank you so much. Okay, folks, the Donald Trump witch hunt in D.C. is over. That's right. You might have heard about this throughout the evening, but let me get it right. Let's get right to the bottom of it, to the meat and potatoes of it, all right? The election interference case in Washington, D.C. has been completely removed from the court calendar for, for 2024. That's right, Jack Smith's. Jack Smith's overreach, Jack Smith's unlawful uh, attempt to try to go after Donald Trump and pin decades and decades worth of prison time on this man, felony after felony on this man, overseen by Judge Tanya Chutkin, who tried to silence Donald Trump, tried to take away his First Amendment right, definitely violated his Fourth Amendment right, Definitely destroyed and trampled all over executive privilege that Donald Trump had. They did everything they could. And it's a very, it's, it's, it's very ironic. It's very coincidental that after Anna Paulina Luna, representative from Florida, freshman representative firebrand, or is she a sophomore representative now? Either way. She sent a list of demands, a list of demands to special counsel Jack Smith yesterday. And I'm going to uh, pull up those list of demands right now so I can read them to you. She said, within hours of my office, sending a letter asking Jack Smith, To produce any and all information regarding his investigation, his case against Trump was removed completely from the docket. Jack Smith owes the American people and Congress answers now. Here is exactly what was requested by Representative Anna Paulina Luna. All documents and communications concerning your authority to impanel a grand jury in the United States District Courts for the District of Columbia and Southern District of Florida. That's number one. Somebody asked, is the show starting over, Eli? Are we good? We good with the stream over there? Everything all right? Still solid? Okay, we're going to keep going. All documents and communications concerning your authority to offer immunity pursuant to 18 U.S.C. code 6002 to individuals testifying before either grand jury. You know what she's doing here in the opening um, demands? She's demanding to know why you're qualified, who gave you this qualification, and under what jurisdiction are you operating, and what gives you the right to be able to do these things without congressional approval when you're going after a president of the United States of America. Woo! It ain't over yet, folks. All documents and communications... Concerning your authority to seek the return of an indictment from either grand jury, including to threaten the return of an indictment through a target letter and all documents and communications concerning any oversight by the Department of Justice. Regarding any of these topics, specifically including but not limited to all documents and communications exchanged between your office and the department concerning your decisions to return an indictment of Donald J. Trump. Within hours of sending those demands... Well, folks, the case has been postponed indefinitely. The lawsuit against Donald Trump was originally scheduled for March 4th, 2024, which was right before Super Tuesday. I told you weeks ago that March 4th date was blown out of the water. Weeks ago here on uh, LFA TV, myself and other hosts reported to you, the general public, that that March 4th date was was blown out of the water. There's no way that they could possibly get to that March 4th date now. And today, well, actually yesterday, that truth was finally revealed. This is a massive blow to radical Obama judge Tanya Chutkin and the Marxist horde of elitist scum in America. The Democrat Party, globalist left Marxists that are controlling every facet of this country, it seems, was hoping to use this lawfare case to damage Trump in the mainstream media right before Super Tuesday. Now, if you're asking yourself, what is Super Tuesday? Super Tuesday is the primary in which almost every other state ends up voting. Like Massive amounts of, of states vote on that day. And now... They have to focus on the ridiculous lawfare cases in the communist New York City courts in order to try to damage Trump that have already been decided before those cases even start. Because the Fannie Willis case down in Georgia is crumbling faster than it was ever put together. And we're going to get to that today here in just a few minutes as well. So, folks, I am very, very, very pleased to report to you that the March 4th trial date from Jack Smith against Donald J. Trump in the District of Columbia, overseen by Obama-appointed Judge Tanya Chutkin, who worked hand-in-hand with Jack Smith and the DOJ to try to silence Trump so he couldn't even defend himself. That case is now taken off the calendar docket for 2024 completely. Eli? Can you remind me, what do we do here when something good happens? Celebrate. And you know what? We'll even do this one as well. I there you go. Gotta love it, ladies and gentlemen. You can't beat God and you can't beat Trump. And it's gonna happen, the other ones are gonna happen as well. I want to thank Buckbusters very much for the $20 donation. Good morning. Please use this small donation however it's needed. That is not a small donation. That is a rather large donation, and I want to say thank you very much. Jaron Jackson said that he'd been on your show before. We'll tell you, will all about it. Jaron Jackson that had you on his show before will tell you all about it. Yeah, Jaron Jackson's great. I, I would definitely have Jaron Jackson on again. I'm not sure what you're referring to in the, in the chat. But definitely follow uh, Jaron Jackson. So, ladies and gentlemen, just for that opening news in the first and foremost section, you've got to sh- you've got to share this video to rum uh, to to Twitter to Truth to Facebook to uh, to Gab to to, to to Getter all of them. Share this link out, and I want to b- give a big thank you to Free Spirit Twelve Thirty Four. Great reporting, Jeremy. Keep us informed and educated. You know what? $200 will go a very long way here at LFA TV, and we'll make sure that all of your donations are used properly. Thank you very much. Wow, you guys are wonderful. Now, let's move on, if we can, to the Colorado court case that is going to be heard in the Supreme Court. I'd like to play this clip for you if I could right now, and uh, it finishes with telling you what date That the Supreme Court is going to hear arguments on this Colorado keep him off the ballot case, which Donald Trump will win as well. You want to know why? Because he's anointed and you can't beat God and you can't beat Trump.
5: Information tonight, Rolling. Colorado Secretary of State filing a response brief to the nation's highest court in the case that will determine if former President Trump will be disqualified from the ballot. The Secretary of State's office arguing, thus her uh, main, main three points, Colorado may exclude insurrectionists. Also, the state Supreme Court was right to rule on the case, and political parties do not have the right to place ineligible candidates on Colorado's ballots. In the brief filed by the former president's legal team, they said that the colorado court ruling was wrong that former president trump did not engage in insurrection they also argued that only congress could enforce the 14th amendment oral arguments in this case will be heard by the supreme court on february 8th Excuse
2: me. oral arguments will be heard on february 8th so today folks is february 2nd so that means six days from today february 8th eli what day i got it what day is february 8th exactly here uh, calendar here. February 8th is a Tuesday. No, a Thursday. So, next Thursday, they're going to be hearing these oral arguments in the Supreme Court about the Colorado case. And once that ruling is made, all of these attempts to try to get them off the ballot are going to be gone. Now, let's go to the New York uh, civil fraud case in uh, under Judge Engeron. Oh, thank you, Kalia. Jeremy and Eli, take your wives out to dinner tonight. 50 bucks from Kalia and little David, Eli. Now you have to take your wife out to dinner tonight. Tell her not to cook. You might as well tell her right now because you know Liz. She's probably already cooking dinner at 1128 and she's at work. You know, that's how Liz goes. That's how Liz rolls, right? All right, so folks, let's get into this one now. And I'd like to thank Christina Layla for this uh, reporting and I'll report it to you, uh, her journalistic um, findings. The verdict in the civil trial case against Donald Trump has been delayed until early to mid-February, to, uh, according to a New York court spokesperson. The non-jury, Soviet-style, oh, thank you, JL Jazz, thank you so much, uh, trial played out in court for 11 weeks. Far-left Judge Arthur Engeron, who looks like a mortician who has been brought back from the dead by the devil, previously said that he would deliver the verdict on January 31st. The early to mid-February date is now a rough estimate, and the decision will be in a written filing, uh, according to The the Guardian. Now, it's unclear why there's a delay in this ruling from Judge Engeron. However, legal watchers have speculated that it may be because of a last-minute letter from a former federal judge. Former federal judge Barbara Jones, a Clinton appointee, sent a January 26 letter claiming that she identified certain deficiencies about $48 million, um, about a $48 million loan Trump received in 2012 related to his building in Chicago. Though the court did not specify why Engeron is taking extra time on this verdict, Reports have suggested a letter from the former federal judge, Barbara Jones sent on January 26th is likely due to that factor. There is a likely the factor in, in, in the reasoning for that delay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people are thinking that judge Engeron is going to come back with a written uh, ruling that says that Donald Trump and the Trump association and the Trump family are 100% and completely barred from doing business in the state of New York. If they do that, they will bankrupt New York. If Judge Engeron, in all of his, um, in his ruling, if he comes out and tries to bar or ban the Trump family from operating business in the state of New York, I predict the state of New York will go bankrupt within a decade. People will leave in droves. Businesses, more importantly, will leave in droves. And that state, will be a third world state and it's because of the policies from the governor all the way down to your mayors like eric eighth grade adams where you get that hanging earring from it's not going to happen money makes the world go round and everybody's greedy because of money and that's not going to happen so we'll see what plays out how that plays out and how that happens now let's go to Fannie willis ladies and gentlemen I already told you that the Georgia Senate is all on top of Fannie Willis, not in the way that Nathan Wade is, but more in the way of an investigation, not sex, when it comes down to the corruption that's going on in Georgia. Well, folks, she's got some more bad news. Breaking news, the House Judiciary Committee has now subpoenaed Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis, to turn over documents that her office following are from her office following the recent reports of her corrupt activities as Fulton County D.A. Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan tweeted um, tweeted this out last night. Did Fannie Willis misuse federal grant money for personal benefit? Did she misuse Georgia taxpayer money for personal benefit? Why aren't Democrats asking these questions? I've got a better question for you, Jim Jordan. Why aren't you exercising a spine of steel and doing more? I digress. So now she will be coming. She's uh, she's now been served a subpoena demanding documents from her office, following these allegations that Willis fired a whistleblower who tried to stop top campaign aides from misusing federal funds. That's why the House of Representatives is stepping in. The subpoena obtained by NBC News is part of a broader probe into Fannie Willis from House Republicans, like. Conversations and any collusion that happened between the uh, the Georgia District Attorney's Office and the White House and the Department of Justice regarding how, when, why and exactly what kind of case she would bring against Donald Trump so that they could fit it all in these pieces of uh, witch hunt puzzles so they could do them in chronological order. Unfortunately for Fannie Willis, Judge N. Letitia James, Jack Smith, Judge Tanya Chutkin, and many, many more, all of these cases are falling apart because you can't beat God and you can't beat Trump. Let me get an amen in the chat. Give me a thumbs up in the live chat and let's move on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, in 15 minutes, I'm bringing on a colleague of mine, a close friend of mine, Ryan Matta. Ryan Matta is on the border. Ryan Matter will be doing as much as he possibly can to bring you the truth from the Take Our Border Back convoy. Last night was the night where everybody kind of congregated in one area so that this morning they could all leave from there, go to Austin, Texas, which is the capital, and then end up for tomorrow's event um, in Eagle Pass. I want to play some video footage from that gathering last night, and I was very disappointed, Eli. When I posted stuff about this last night and like 30% of the comment section were, Oh, what? Uh, Patriots aren't uh, down there Locked and loaded Ready for war They're down there With flags and t-shirts What is this An event to sell money All these people All these people judging And got a lot to say But are doing it From behind their computers And aren't even Taking into account Of all the money That these people Are probably spending The paycheck to paycheck That they're probably spending The days away from their family That they're probably doing Just to go down there Show solidarity And stand for something It
3: kind of makes me sick I hate to say it But it's shameful
2: They're there
3: you're not. So, I mean, again,
2: and I know that everybody, you can have an opinion, that's fine, but don't dog people because they're not guns blazing and shooting illegals coming across the border. That's exactly what the Biden administration would want. I'm going to play you a few clips from last night. I pray that you'll find them um, helpful. And uh, I pray for all of these people.
4: Right, the right. Okay.
2: great sight to see people coming together, exercising our right to protest, exercising our right to come together and have our voices heard. We don't have to be like the Occupy morons who burn, loot, destroy, and murder. Now, if we got to get to that place, if a red line is crossed and we're in that place in that time, then I guess it'll be a little different. But I got to tell you, everything that I've seen so far, this peaceful assembly so far, Has been really nice to see. And again, last night was just a place for people to gather. It wasn't even the event. And I loved what I saw, especially from people like Sarah Palin and Ted Nugent. Yeah!
4: Well, I think the most important thing to be said, I can say, look at real America. God bless you people. Yeah! Real America, not far from the planet of the apes in Austin. I salute you. Being here, And you know why I feel right at home? And this is serious times. I'll try to manage my emotion because my heart is broke right now. And I'd like to start by saying to all the veterans out there and all the law enforcement and the citizens who took an oath to the sacred constitution. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be real cocky, which I'm really good at. And I'd like to apologize on behalf of we the people for allowing this piece of shit to get in the White House. Amen. We're sorry to the Vietnam vets and 58,000 dead heroes for this. That's right. Yep. That this devil scum. Snake thinks he's the commander-in-chief of the United States of America. Get we him, apologize Ted. Get for him, being Ted. so stupid. Get him, Ted. And for bending over and allowing this to happen. Amen. Amen. But as I look out there, I do these things all over the country because for, for some reason people keep inviting me to these events. Let me tell you why. My name is Ted Nugent, I'm a radical. Yeah. yeah. So am I, Ted. Ted Nugent, I'm from Detroit. We were not the murder capital because we're more violent. We're just better damn shots, okay? I'm an extremist. I dare, I dare to experiment in self-government. I could have parachuted into America on the planet Earth and I could have wrote the First Amendment because I have an instinctual right to speak my mind. Yeah. I have an instinctual, natural, perfect right to assemble against those who might not adhere to their constitutional oath that I hired based on that oath. I can protest on January 6th without the FBI causing all that violence. Amen. Amen. Truth. Truth. The king wouldn't allow me to choose my own religion, so I'm gonna choose my own religion. I don't need a permit or a license for my First Amendment. I don't need a man to authorize my First Amendment. I've just got one from God. That's right. Nobody can intervene between me and God. Any questions? (laughs) Let's move on to the Second Amendment now, shall we? Constitutional carry? What other kind of carry is there? What do I have, Constitutional First Amendment rights? No shit! What is with this compromise bullshit that has brought us to these horrific, painful, ugly, evil times? And it's because we stayed home, we didn't vote our conscience, and we let the snakes take over our country. So if you're here today and you've never registered to vote, I want you to leave right now. Because you did this. And if you're here and you admit to your failures, you need to register to vote and get everybody in your family at church and school, at the bowling alley, at the deer camp, at the firing range, at the barbecue, and you need to demand that everybody in your life votes for the radical extremes of God, family, family. Country, Constitution, Bill of Rights, the Ten Commandments, the Golden Rule, the Declaration of Independence, law and order, self-defense, good over evil. If you don't do that, Nancy Pelosi would like to thank you. Amen.
2: Wow, what a, what a great, great start to that event. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play just quickly a couple more minutes from two other videos that Ryan caught last night. One from Michael Yon. One from Ann Vandersteel, and then we're going to bring on my brother from another mother, Ryan Matta. Let's go to Michael Jan, who said, when you hear the words Alu Akbar, it's too late.
0: I've been down the Darien Gap but just came back. Actually, Ann was there. Chuck was there. He's always there. And uh, wherever Taylor Kramer is, he was there. So, again, we've had four people in Darien Gap recently. For those who don't know what Darien Gap is, that's... I would say the main invasion route to in the United States, and the people coming across the border, right? And it's actually growing. So it's down between Colombia, there's Taylor right there, and uh, Panama. And uh, we've got all kinds of people coming across. And let me tell you something. When I was in the wars, Iraq, Afghanistan, and other, quite a few other places, uh, I used to carry a camera about this big. People that don't know much about war correspondent work would say, you need a big, long lens. I'm sure Larry's heard that a thousand times. What well, you really need a wide angle lens, this is a very small, This is a, I mean, you need a camera about this big. If you're really doing combat, you're right there in it. Like you're right there in firefights, you're getting splattered with blood, you're getting, I mean, it's, it's straight up, right? And uh, one of the things when we were, in, let's say, in Afghanistan, when you're, there's a lot of combat experience here. There's a lot of very serious veterans here that done years of war. And, uh, and some of these people will, 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 will resonate with what I'm saying. When we were out on infantry missions in Afghanistan, I was there as a war correspondent. You would have, we would have somebody always monitoring the walkie-talkies of the Taliban, right? And there were certain words that, if you heard those words, you know it was game on. And those were, anybody know what those words were just before it really kicked off? What were those words we would intercept over their radios? Allah, Akbar! Allah, Akbar! When you hear that shit, you better get ready. Your thumb better be flipping off that safety switch and get ready for combat because
2: this shit's game on, right? And the the problem, ladies and gentlemen, is there's so many people here that are going to say that already. All of those people that have just been bleeding into the interior. All the people that Greg Abbott said, look at me, I'm a great governor. I'm going to send them to you instead of sending them back. Yeah, when you hear Al-Akbar, it's going to be just a little bit too late. And that's the scary part. Now, folks, I was going to play Anne uh, VanderSteel, a quick clip from her, uh, but we actually are going to go right down uh, to the border right now uh, with our friends and our brothers in Christ, um, Ryan and uh, Hernando. So let's get down there right now. Guys, how you doing and what's going on down there right now? Uh, You're You're muted.
1: All right, now you can hear us, Jeremy. We're gotcha. coming at you live from Eagle Pass. My buddy, Hernando Arce, is down here reporting with us for LFA TV, man. He's absolutely crushing it out here. We're at Eagle Pass. We're right at the border. So the convoy's not coming down here to Shelby Park. We want to be very clear, and that's kind of the message from the from the convoy. But right now, we're getting intel from Doc Chambers that the Democratic Party is staging their own anti-National Guard protest down here at Shelby Park to try to make it look like that's part of the convoy. So we want to be clear to everybody that there are infiltrators out here. The convoy is not coming down to Eagle Pass, but originally the convoy was coming to Eagle Pass, so that's where we booked our Airbnb at. The convoy is in route to Comedo, Texas right now. They're going to be driving through San Antonio. We're getting ready to link up to them as soon as they come down here. But we wanted to send that message out to let people know that the mainstream media, I almost guarantee it, is going to have all the cameras and all the eyes on this this fake protest down here uh, being put on by the Democratic Party.
2: So are they pretending that they are... Uh, you guys, or are they trying to cause uh, rub? Are they trying to rub a rouse and they're trying to get it so that the mainstream media focuses on them instead of you guys?
1: Ali Bradley just put out a tweet this morning that said border patrol had evacuated this entire migrant processing facility in Eagle Pass and sent everybody to the Del Rio sector because the FBI said that they have two militants that claim that they were going to come down here. And this is a major child or a trafficking hub and they were gonna take the facility by force. Firefly facility.
2: Wow. So you
1: tell me what the FBI is planning down here, folks. I don't know, but it has nothing to do with this convoy. The convoy was the most peaceful demonstration, women, children, kids of all ages. And it was all about just sending a message and a message of prayer and a message of God and a message of revival that we're gonna unite as a country and we're gonna do it together. And we don't need to rely on the government. We need to take take control back from the government. But we need to do that in the most peaceful way possible. And we're going to do that through prayer and through God. We're going to, basically, was going to make America godly again. That was the message of the entire protest. I'm going to let Hernando talk for a minute. Yeah,
2: Hernando. So uh, you've been, uh, you're down there. You're, you're reporting this stuff all the time. Like, you know, we're, we're, we send people down, but you're down there. Right, you're posting stuff constantly, and you can see in the way, like, like your growth on like X and stuff like that. It isn't because you, you know, you and I and Ryan have pretty faces and people want to see us, it's because of what we're reporting. What is it that you've seen and we've reported over the last few months uh, that has brought so much attention to you? I mean, I know we're getting invaded and stuff, but I want you, I want some shock value here. I want, I want you to tell me some things that you're not hearing, uh, even on content creation like what are the things down there that, that are that are just out of control that we need to know about
6: well thank you jeremy it's Fernando arce here a corresponding reporter for lfa tv follow us on rumble follow us on on x lfa tv.us uh jeremy what i've been exposing is raw raw footage of what's happening to our country uh in san antonio texas which primarily where i do all my footage two hours from the border this is where the illegals come into our country and are, are put into a, a welcoming center uh, for a couple of days and then given uh, paid-for tax ta- taxpayer dollars of airline tickets to go into the interior. C- uh, Catholic Charities of San Antonio is one of the major NGOs in San Antonio. Uh, they spend approximately, get this, Jeremy, breaking news, $100,000 per week from grants and contracts from the from FEMA to get these illegals into our country, $100,000 a week. So... No one's talking about that. Number one. Number two. These NGOs are uh, that work there are ruthless individuals. Uh, you know, I've been arrested at, at the airport by the police for filming these illegals back in November. Uh, recently, my car, bo- my my vehicle was was firebombed at the parking lot at the American Replacement Center, a.k.a. the migrant center. That happened December seventh, and I got I got I got the receipts for that. So to answer your question, uh, we're here at an undisclosed location. 200 yards from the from the Rio Grande right now. Me and Ryan, uh, we're we're not by Shelby Park, but we do have drone footage, and so we're we're bringing you the audience, your followers, exclusive video. So, but we, we need your followers to keep uh, checking in with LFATV Rumble to bring you exclusive footage. Back to you, Jeremy.
2: Yeah, no, I, I yeah, So here's the thing: it's like we know we're being invaded. We know people are coming across the border. Some people in America haven't seen it, not seen it yet. They haven't felt it yet. Um, I have a feeling that the amount of people that have already come across that border, um, the amount of people that are already in the interior of the United States of America, there's no possible way that people aren't going to feel it. You might not have felt it yet, but that doesn't mean that you're, you're not going to feel it. There's too many people here, and they're being pushed away from the cities now. Because, and, and just like we knew they would, they'd go to the cities first, the cities would be overwhelmed, the cities would shut down hospitals, the cities wouldn't have any resources, so they'd have to come to the suburbs. I have been warning people, they're coming for your homes. Do you see this is where that, that's going? If this is allowed to continue another six months, are they coming for our homes, or is it, is it already inevitable?
1: You know, what do you think?
6: I think it's inevitable. Go ahead. Well, listen, Jeremy they come to your to your front door but they're not actually coming to your front door they're coming through your back door just the way they came here illegally they came in through the back door so yes they are coming uh to the suburbs which is a great observation Jeremy so hat tip to you the the cities the major you know these uh sanctuary cities across the country are over you know they're overwhelmed because they want more t- uh, federal tax dollars to help with this invasion but slowly but surely it's coming to the suburbs to the blue collar middle class suburbia so prepare prepare
2: now yeah i mean uh, you better better to have and not need the need and not have definitely prepare ryan um governor greg abbott i hear he's i mean from what i understand he's is he still in india or is he back that's what i
7: heard so he's
2: still it's almost in unbelievable india. isn't it isn't that amazing isn't that amazing that a wef guy like greg abbott right can roll over to india but can't be here during this don't you think as a governor of a state ryan and, and hernando that this that's going on the, the, the take our border back convoy, the threats from the federal government, the possible clash between the Texas officials and the federal government, the fact that Ken Paxton and uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Patrick have both come out and said, we're ready for whatever kind of confrontation the federal government does to us. We're not going to uh, be the aggressors, but we're ready. You've got all that going on. You've literally got the, the, uh, um, the opportunity for something, for a spark to happen. And you don't come back to your state? You're over in India doing what? I don't get it. Later. Have you have you, have you you talked to any Texans down there about this? Was this a conversation piece at all last night? The fact that the governor's not even in the state?
1: It sure was. And I think it was, was it Laura Logan who, yeah. who spoke about it? She touched on Greg Abbott and everybody's just wondering what took Greg, Greg Abbott three or four years to shut this border down? Why did it take so long for this to happen? Yeah. And then- You have an opportunity right here to stand with the people of texas we have people from all over the nation people from oklahoma seattle washington michigan that all drove down to be here for this you would think that the governor of this state would want to stand in solidarity with all of us with we the people i mean what a great opportunity for greg abbott to come down here and stand side by side with us and say that this is what we want is a peaceful demonstration we're going to stand with the people and, and the people that support us and want to take back and close this border down but that's why we're down here in eagle pass we're trying to do a little recon right now to see are they actually closing this border down? Or is this all just for show and they're bringing the migrants through a different point? So that's why we're down here in Eagle Pass trying to do some recon for LFA TV and get you guys some footage that nobody else has.
2: Well, uh, I want to bring that up because uh, on Infowars, yesterday and the day before, uh, Owen Schroyer and the reporters over on InfoWars, who I know are going to be down there with you guys, who probably ha- were down there even last night, but they're reporting that it's all a sham, That that it's all for the cameras, it's all for show, it's all to make it look like there's something going on, and meanwhile, still processing them in, still getting them documented, still sending them into the interior of the United States of America. I would love it if you guys could come home. Uh, when this is all said and done, and uh, verify the fact if that's true or not. And I imagine that's what you're probably trying to find
1: out right now, right? That's as we speak. It's where we're headed. Right after this, we want to go check out those tunnels. I don't know if you guys seen that they that Infowars is reporting on these tunnels where these migrants were just yeah. able to just basically walking walk under this country through the sewer system yeah. and right into America. So we're going to try to track that down right now, Jeremy.
2: Well, I, I pray that you guys do. I, I know that, uh, that, that we're going to, uh, before you leave here, we're going to say a prayer for your safety. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, what these guys are doing uh, is they're, they're, when they take clips, they're sending us the clips. And when we get the clips, we're getting them out to you as soon as possible. Uh, we are putting them on Rumble. I will be featuring them right here on the Rumble page. But we're also putting them on Twitter, which is X. Uh, their pages as well. Uh, the LFA TV US page on Twitter, putting them out on Instagram, trying to get them out to wherever we can get them to. Like, I really don't care what platform they're on. I'm just trying to get them out there so that people, uh, that people can see. Uh, I'll give you guys the last you know, uh, minute, minute and a half here uh, for anything you want to say, uh, anything you want to let the people know. And then I'd like to end with a prayer if we can.
1: Great, man. Now, I just want to tell everybody, thank you, you know, you know, thank you for sending us down here, Jeremy. You know, LFA TV's is bringing you that front row coverage. We were front and center at every one of these events so far. And we're going to be front and center at every event till the end, bringing the coverage that obviously the mainstream media isn't going to provide for you guys. And I just want to reiterate how peaceful this event was and how hard the mainstream media is trying to make it look like we're a militia. We're going to go down and we're going to take back the border and we're going to shut down the border. We're not going to any processing centers. We're not going to any border. We're down here just doing some recon by ourselves, completely separate from the convoy. But the convoy has no plans to have any altercations. Law enforcement in every single area. We're getting escorted through Eagle Pass by sheriffs so that they don't have any altercations and there's no issues. And we cause no trouble for National Guard. That's not why we're down here. This is a, a peaceful opportunity for the American people to come together and show their solidarity against this against this corrupt, rotten government that has been installed. And we all know it in that's it. I'll let Hernando get the last word in.
2: Well, uh, before you do, Hernando, I just want to ask you: Do you guys plan on doing any um, interviews today and tomorrow with uh, Border Patrol and with Texas National Guard? Uh, I'd love to see. I mean, I know that the, that a lot of them won't, but I'd love to see uh, some some of that. If you guys have any
1: of that planned, absolutely, we okay. go down there because we're, we're going to go right now. We're going to go down to Shelby Park and see what this Democrat Party is trying to set up. We're going to see what yes. the uh, what the left is trying to frame frame the right from doing and see if we can't get some footage. Cause I don't think anybody else is down here trying to yes. get that right now.
2: Hernando, where can people follow you? Because I know you're also posting stuff, you know, outside of LFA TV as an independent journalist, uh, where can people follow you and get footage constantly?
6: Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, Twitter, AKA X, Hernando, RC, just the way you spelled my name. And I'm on IG, uh, Hernando underscore Patriot. I'm ready for prayer.
2: All right, let's do that prayer right now. Ladies and gentlemen, father, God, in the name of Jesus, Yeshua, our Lord and savior, your Holy Son, and through the Holy Spirit, Lord, we pray for an armor of God. Ephesians 6, 11 through six twenty talks about this armor of God. We pray for a breastplate of righteousness to be on these men. We pray for a helmet of salvation to help them discern between what is good and what is evil and what is righteous and what is not. Lord, we pray for their safety. We pray for the truth to be coming out because of the work that these folks and so many other great patriots are down there doing. We pray for the safety of the convoy, all the truckers, all the people being away from their families to stand in solidarity. We pray for the people that are watching them and sharing them, that their families will be safe and that social media doesn't target them for getting the truth out. And Lord uh, and Heavenly Father, we just ask that your will, no matter what, that your will in all of this be done and that you use us as instruments of God and of instruments of of uh of righteousness to to put sunlight and disinfect this evil and this cancer that keeps infecting this country and the world lord we pray this in jesus name amen
1: amen Amen. Thank Thank you.
2: I really appreciate that. Hey, uh, I want you guys to come in if you can on other shows today and the LFA audience, we got about five and a half, six thousand 6,000 people watching right now. Make sure that you stay tuned to all the shows today, because these guys are going to be coming on throughout the day. You never know what's going to happen. And we're just getting started, fellas. God bless you. Thank you. Keep sending those clips. We'll keep getting them out. Okay.
1: Thank you. God bless.
2: All right. See you later guys. All right, there you go, folks. Um, Hernando and Ryan down on the border. I'm sure that Carlos will be with them soon uh, doing what they can. Again, folks, you know, we're, we're correspondents. We're reporters, journalists. We're also Americans. We're also fathers. We're also brothers and, 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 and husbands and, and citizens of this great country. So, yeah, we're down there to cover it, but we're also down there to be a part of it in any way that that means, in any way, shape, or form that that means. And if it means, if it turns out that Ryan and Hernando and Carlos and Ben or Anthony or anybody else needs help down there, guess what? They're going to get those reinforcements. We'll leave this camera. We'll leave from behind this keyboard and we'll go down as well. That is what it's all about. Action, action, action. So do me a favor. Have some action. Share the video. Rumble the video. And let's go. I want to go back to the video of Ann Vandersteel that I was going to play right before that. Uh, give myself a little quick break here, get a drink, and I'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. The very courageous, the fiery, Ann Vanderstein. Steen. about
5: you, but I'm fired up. Yeah. Yeah. we the people. Let's, Let's go. go. Right. we the people. That's what our founding father's documents put out there. It was never about them, the bureaucrats, them, the World Economic Forum, the scumbags, the District of Criminals and Corruption, that dumpster fire known as 10 Square Miles of Washington Swamp, D.C., it is not about them. Amen. When Nancy Pelosi says we are a threat to her democracy, guess what, folks, she ain't lying. That's they are a legislative democracy. That's what I say. And We are what?
2: Constitutional, are Constitutional Republic.
4: Constitutional Republic.
2: Let's go.
5: We are standing on our Constitution right now, and we are taking it all back. As Pete Santilli says, we have 14 days to flatten the deep state.
4: Let's go. Forget
5: the curve. We're going to flatten the deep state. Now, listen, I have done a lot of reporting and yes, I was on the people's convoy and it was a blessing. And I have a very special guest I'm going to bring up here in a second. But I've reported about all the problems now for eight years and I'm over the problems. Who is sick of the crap coming out of D.C.? Who is sick of the crap coming out of your own state governments, your own municipal governments? are they paying attention to you guys the people no no they're not listening to any of us but we're going to make them listen and we're going to show you how because i'm all about solutions now i am so done i don't even guys i don't even read the papers anymore i look at the headlines and go, oh the hell nothing changes we are the change agents let's be the change agents they want to label us Domestic terrorists, as they did me, put me on the domestic terror list. I got to second base of the TSA six times a week. Screw that. I didn't even get kissed when they are feeling (laughs) me up. I'm over it. So here's the deal. We're going to take it all back, and we're talking about tactical civics. We're talking about teaching the people what their real duty is, how they can stand up a grand jury, how they can actually stand up a true... Second Amendment militia, a certified standing militia, not people running around the the, the jungle with paint on their face like Comey would have you believe. I'm talking about real organized the people. This is our government, and we're going to take it back. We've been taking back our school systems. We took the masks off our kids. We stopped the shots in our military. We had brave men and women that stood up for the declaration of military accountability that are holding their superiors and their officers accountable for the fraud, the crime of poisoning the men and women in our military. Yes. It all ends now. Amen. We're done.
2: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a second revolution, a rebirth of America. Eli, when you see all this, I notice you say a lot. You you, you call these people like Ben and and Ryan, and you call them uh, heroes. Now you were not a political guy. You didn't really know. You still have a hard time. You know with this political world as far as like the world that I live in right like knowing people's names or certain what they did in bills but why is what they're doing so equal to what our military men and women do because when I hear you talk about the people at the border that are like Ben and stuff like that I hear like this like some similarities between the two there
3: Well, because they're, in a way, doing the same thing. They're putting their lives on the line. They're risking their, you know, their freedom, their independence. I mean, today in the country that we live in, I mean, Christians can't even preach on the street without being locked up. So it's no different than fighting for your country like a soldier would. Uh, Again, nowadays, of course, they don't have a gun in hand or anything like that. But standing up for your country is standing up for your country. And people like Ben Berkwam, Ryan Matta, Hernando, those are
2: heroes, Well, yeah, it's, it's, you know, they always say it doesn't matter. They asked you, people have asked me, have you served? And I say, well, I mean, I went into the military, but I didn't serve anywhere. I didn't go overseas. I didn't fight. And do you know what every veteran wartime, um, veteran who's done tours tells me they always, and, and it's always happened. They always cut me off and they say, Nope, you signed on the dotted line. So signing on the dotted line means you are willing to die for your cause. And in this case, it's the military. It's for your first amendment, your second amendment, your freedom, all of that. You're willing to die no matter what to achieve that. And I think that is what Ben, I think Ben is
3: willing to die to save his children. Yeah, I've always said the exact same thing. I don't care if you served for one day and all you did was dig a ditch. You helped. You served. You served. You contributed to a greater good. This is a second
2: revolution, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm very, very happy to be a part of it. Let's take a quick break here. We're getting ready to start our second hour, and our second hour is going to be chucker block full of news that you are not going to want to miss. But before we do, we do need to talk about the people that help us in this second American revolution, in this great new awaken awakening in this revelation that, wow, we have a lot more power in a constitutional republic than those morons would have us believing that is in a democracy, which we do not live in. If you believe that we live in a democracy, don't even go to fourpatriots.com. They don't want you. If you believe we live in a constitutional republic and you believe that your individual rights supersede that of Washington, D.C. and the federal government, then go to the number fourpatriots.com slash LFA. It'll bring you right to a landing page where you get a discount You can make sure that you, your family, your friends, your coworkers, people that you love are all ready and able for anything that's going to happen in this new second American rebirth of America revolution, okay? It's the number4patriots.com slash LFA, the number4patriots.com slash LFA, and you can have the autonomy that you and your family deserve, and I guarantee you, you will need at some point in the near future. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I guarantee you, you will. So go to the fourpatriots.com slash LFA, whether it's flashlights, whether it's solar power panels, whether it is seeds, whether it is, um, uh, water drinking apparatuses to clean your water, they've got it all fourpatriotscom slash LFA. And I always follow that up by tack, right. If I've got a sponsor from them that month, Why? Because TacRite LFA TV or TacRite LFA is all about survival, folks. TacRite is all about making sure that you have something when you're going to need it. Whether it be a chainsaw, mini chainsaw, whether it be the, the, the little uh, mobile solar power panel, or whether it be these amazing TacRite LFA goggle and night vision binocular all in one. It records. It's waterproof. It is a beast. You're going to need this, too. And if you don't need this, I guarantee you that when Trump comes back and people start having a normal life again and actually doing the things they love, like hunting and tracking and things like that, something that you'll need, and you get it 50% off by being an LFA family member, 50% off. If you go to TacRite, T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T, Tacrightlfa.com, 50% off and free shipping and handling today. They won't be here much longer. We always sell out of their products. Eli, 5,900 people watching. Can we break 6,000 on a Friday? We could if 5,000 people right now just shared, even if they already shared it. We would break 6,000 on a Friday. That, to me, is huge. Eli, one of my favorite segments to do here, and you know I asked you where it was before we got on, and I, and I, didn't, even, uh, I didn't even think to look for it. This is what I love about Eli. Eli's like, we can't do this segment without it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go rhino hunting. I'll make you famous. Where's that wascally wabbit, EY? EY, where's that waskily wabbit? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go. Rhino hunting, and if you're new to LFA TV or live from America, we tend to do this every once in a while. We like to talk about the rhinos that are in our party, that are occupying Washington, D.C., that we need to get out of there sooner rather than later. Now, unfortunately for us, this rhino that we're about to talk about by the name of Ken Buck, it's a big buck, Eli. If we're Reader's out there, been, if we're out there been, hunting, it's a big buck we gotta go get. Ken Buck is already leaving. Ken Buck is already running away with his tail between his legs because he understands it when Papa, Papa Trump comes home that he's going to be in big, 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 big trouble. So he's trying to get out of here, but he's trying to do as much damage to the Republican party. Excuse me. He's trying to do as much damage to MAGA extremists like you and I, as he can on the way out. He will not vote for impeachment for my Eli, he says he sees nothing wrong. He sees no laws broken, broken, and he sees no evidence that that my has done anything at all wrong.
3: Well, he's got part of that right, we've seen evidence that he's done nothing, and you can just stop there. Just stop right there, that's all.
5: Roll it. I'm trying to convince you otherwise, and is there anything that will change your mind? Or when you say solid no, you mean <laughs> solid no.
4: Yeah, I'm not I'm not changing my mind. I have met with uh, Chairman Green from the Homeland Security uh, uh, Committee. I have met with uh, the staff. I have talked to outside constitutional experts. I've talked to former members of Congress about what this would mean for Congress. Uh, I I believe I have done my due diligence and and I am standing firm uh, at this point on, on this. If there's some new evidence, I'm happy to look at it, but I don't believe there will be.
2: Well, there doesn't need to be new evidence, first of all. So buck that guy. Hey, Ken. Fuck you, right, Eli? i honestly see, see some new evidence. What new evidence? Do you, you mean a new person walking across the border? I'll film that for you, because just by the fact that Joe Biden is not in, um, uh, um, what do you enforcing the laws that are on the books already? He is guilty of that. Would you like a new reason? Oh, there's a new piece of evidence. Would you like a new one? There's four more. Would you like more? Here comes a thousand more
3: pieces of new evidence for you. Yeah, we can give you millions of pieces of evidence every day. What a bucking loser. Right, Eli? Buck off.
2: (laughs) Hey, Ken, buck off. (laughs) Sorry to the kids that are watching out there. I know, I know, I know. Um... You talk to your handler, and they gave you a sum of money to shut it down. Here's what's crazy about that, Eli. Check this out. They want the American people to believe that Joe Biden needs a bill. Give me the power, he says. Give me a power. Give me a bill. Give me a, br- give me a bill, and I'll force it. Okay? They want the American people to believe that he, needed a, that he needs a bill to shut the border down. But here's what I want to say to that. Donald Trump didn't need a bill to secure the border to the, to the most secure that it's ever been in history. He didn't need a bill to do that. He did that unilaterally with executive action. Here's a t- here's what's even better. Are you ready for this? For all you idiots out there that think that, oh, Donald Trump, there's a, there's, there's legislation going through and Donald Trump just won't sign it. Check this out. Trump didn't need a bill to secure the border. Biden didn't need a bill to open the border. So Biden doesn't need a bill to go back to Trump-era policies and close the border again. And any dumbass like Dan Crenshaw, Lindsey Graham, Mitt Romney, Ken Buck that tells you that we need a bill to finally shut down the border, I saw, I saw Dan Crenshaw, Eli, Oh, I can't believe why Republicans wouldn't just shut down the border. We finally got a chance. You don't need a bill. Trump didn't need one to secure it. Biden didn't need one to open it up. And Biden doesn't need one to go back to Trump-era policy to secure it again. And by the way, do you know what a bill would do, Eli? A bill would release money. That's it. Not you do this, you do that, you do this, or you go to jail. No, no. A bill would give them, it would allocate money. Do you know what that money would go for? That money would go right down to Border Patrol. That money would go to ICE. That money would go to the Biden administration's puppets. And and that money would go towards documenting all of them. That's what that money would go towards. It would be hiring more people to go down there to facilitate the documentation of these illegals. And they would say, well, that's securing the border. We're vetting them. We have more people down there listening to their testimony. We have more people down there listening to them fleeing from oppression and persecution and war that we started in the first place. That is what that money would do down there. And anybody who thinks otherwise is stupid. Do you like to be stupid? Eli, you like to be stupid?
3: I think so, yeah.
2: I like to be stupid. I don't want to be stupid. Especially if I don't have to be. R. now let's be going down to the Washington DC to check in on one of our favorite pirates. That's right, we're gonna check in with him right now. That is
3: Oh, Dan. hi, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage.
2: Friendshaw, let's go there now to me mate.
0: The height of stupidity is having a strong opinion on something you know nothing about. I'm, I'm extremely disappointed in the very strange maneuvering by many on the right to, to, to torpedo uh, a potential border reform bill. If we have a bill that on net significantly decreases illegal immigration, and we sabotage that, that is that is inconsistent with what we told our voters we would do. People will make up whatever reasons they, they want to. There's a number of them, I'm sure, but it would be a, a pretty unacceptable dereliction of, of your duty.
2: So there's Dan Crenshaw again, being a worthless Republican A rhino, which is exactly what he is. Mike says, okay, guys, I'm going to tell you something. Remember that they call Joe Biden the big guy. We use the boss to cartels that why the border is wide open to bring in drugs and human trafficking. It's all about the money. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Dan Crenshaw is probably the biggest piece of trash loser in the Republican Party. And if, it, and if he's not, if it's Mitt Romney or Lindsey McCain, I mean, <laughs> Lindsey Graham or Kevin McCarthy, he's a very, very close second. I'm a loser. Very close
3: second.
5: I'm a loser.
3: And I'm not what I appear to be.
2: Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you saw my thumbnail today, you saw that there was the gay guy who was having gay sex in the gay Senate, and on the other side, you had the guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, right? And the title of the thumbnail said, Gay gay or Nay? Well, ladies and gentlemen, in Washington, D.C., you can enter the Capitol office to the United States Senate, which is what we pay for, and film yourself having gay sex on a table and walk free. But if you dare to walk in and put your feet on a desk, you get years in prison. Eli, can you tell me how that makes sense?
3: (laughs) I'm unable to, because it's clown world.
2: Eli, if you came into this office, this orifice, if you came into this office and you saw me having gay sex on your desk, you came in, hey, Jeremy, I'm coming to work today, blah, 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 blah. Whoa! Whoa! And I'm over there. Right. But, 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 the next day or the day before you came in and you saw me on your desk with my feet up on your desk, which one would bother you more?
3: Uh, well, I'd have to go right ahead and say the gay sex, Jeremy. The gay sex would bother me more. It would hurt more. That's for sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't hurt me as much as it would hurt you. <laughs> that's true.
2: That is true. The United States Capitol Police have concluded that their investigation into the controversial incident involving Aiden Maze uh, Siropsky, the 24-year-old former aide's—I mean aide—to uh, Democratic Senator Ben Cardin. What's up, Eli? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maze <Mays>, Siropsky. <laughs> had been embroiled in a scandal after a sexually explicit video recorded in the Senate hearing room surfaced online. The video depicted uh, Mays Chiropsky, Chiropsky, uh and his partner engaging in anal sex inside the Senate hearing room sparked nationwide controversy clad only in a G-string jockstrap. <laughs> he got no Eli. He's not even being charged. Capitol Police said, there's nothing to see here. It's like uh, Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun, right? When the thing's exploding behind him. Oh, just go away. There's nothing to see here. (laughs) Nothing. It's mostly peaceful and fiery. It's nothing to see here, right? That, ladies and gentlemen, is Mace Turobski. He got no charges. But the funny thing about it is, Eli, is the guy that went in there and put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk four years in prison. So putting your feet on a congressional desk, far more sinful than playing touch in the park with Pete Bo- Oh, I wonder if it was Pete Buttigieg. Do you think the guy that was taking the video was Pete Buttigieg? More than likely. Probably the senator that the guy worked for, to be honest with you. Four years in prison and no charges at all. Well, speaking of gay in Washington, D.C., we're going to go back to James O'Keefe, ladies and gentlemen. Part two of the James O'Keefe saga, exposing the White House with the White House's top cybersecurity um, executive in the presidential executive office, Charlie Krager. This is part two. Now, again, this is a gay man, again, in Washington, D.C., that James O'Keefe pretended to be gay to catfish on Tinder, got him. And then the guy didn't even know who James O'Keefe was. And then that left off for part two today. Now I will tell you this, Eli. Do you know that he said, the guy, this Krager guy, we're told that if we get, when we get on camera with these James O'Keefe's and the Project Veritases, oh, we knew who it was the whole time. We just tell them what they want to hear so that they'll go and report crazy stories so people won't believe them. That is what his excuse was. You believe that? No. (laughs) But Eli, you couldn't not know who James O'Keefe is, right? Ladies and gentlemen, part two James O'Keefe. Roll it.
8: My question is what are you doing on a meeting with James O'Keefe? What type of cybersecurity operation are you guys running over
7: there? We're running a good cybersecurity operation. Obviously
8: not. We're here in Washington, D.C., in the nation's capital, with an individual who works at the White House Office of Cybersecurity. Cybersecurity office. He's covering his face, everyone. He's covering his face. Hi. I'm
6: James O'Keefe, it's
8: Jim O'Keefe in disguise. It's James O'Keefe, the journalist. You can buy these cameras at omgundercover.com. We, we, got, get cameras those cameras, Eli. we got cameras in we got cameras and glasses, we got cameras and keys, we got cameras and cups. We have a camera here, we have a camera here, we have a camera on you right now. Disguise, not disguised. Disguised, <laughs> not disguised. Support our work, buy our cameras, omgundercover.com. He laughed. <laughs> One question I have for you is: um, Have you ever heard of James O'Keefe?
7: Video
8: have you ever heard of James O'Keefe? Is that a James O'Keefe. No. The Investigative Reporter. No. So you work in cybersecurity for the White House.
7: I focus on like cybersecurity and cyber, technically cyber intelligence. But no, I am not a spy.
8: My question is: What are you doing on a meeting? With James O'Keefe, so I'm an undercover investigative reporter. Okay. My name is James O'Keefe. Yeah. I'm doing an investigation. But you to didn't you.
7: ever declare your like that you with you with who, you, with with you, with who you, with. you were with. Why? Why are you doing an investigation? You, you did not even know who I am.
8: Because you work for the White House.
7: Yeah. So.
8: In the Office of Cybersecurity. Yeah. And how do you think it looks to the American people that working in the Office of Cybersecurity, you're sitting across the table? With James O'Keefe, okay, founder of Project Veritas. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, we do undercover investigations into people. What does it look like to the American people that the cybersecurity specialist at the White House is is sitting across from the founder of Project Veritas. What type of cybersecurity operation are you guys running over there?
7: We're running a good cybersecurity operation. Well, obviously not, because you're meeting with me. Did you not do your research? I I didn't have your last name. I just had James, and that was your name. I literally posted my photo on Tinder.
8: How did you not recognize this? I mean, you work in security. You're responsible for protecting the networks of the security infrastructure as you said so when you say it's like security like you're protecting the
7: networks of the federal agency you give all your information
8: that that through commerce or or... everyone yeah so you're protecting the networks yes and you're literally meeting with the guy who literally is undercover. What is this clown show you guys running
7: over at the White House? It's not a clown show. We're doing really great work on behalf of the American people.
8: If this is the cybersecurity that you guys are running, how can the American people trust that you're going to keep their information secure?
7: Thanks, the, the president is dedicated to keeping the American public's data and information secure. Like we have the Executive Order 14028. We're working with federal agencies across the government to implement all of these security protocols, which have, have never been done before. Like this is a great step forward in cybersecurity. But you work in cybersecurity, yeah. And you're on but I don't t- know who you are. Like that's fine. Yeah.
8: You have know, Hunter Garretson is-
7: I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah.
8: It doesn't look good.
7: It doesn't look good
8: that you're out there talking about Biden, talking about the White House.
7: I mean, all of this is my personal opinion. I don't know anything for real. Like, I'm not a political appointee.
8: Well, do you, in fact, work for cybersecurity? Yes. Do you, in fact, work with the White House? Yes. Okay, so that's real. So it doesn't look good. I mean, what do you think Joe Biden and his staff are going to say? What do you think they're going to think when they hear that, Someone such as yourself, and you said that you are not a very low level person. So you're, you're pretty high up in the government.
7: Yeah, I'm fairly high up. What I mean, is- I'm, a, I'm a career employee, but I'm not a political appointee. I'm not a
8: manager. I understand.
7: I am not a senior level.
8: What do you think people are going to say there? When they find out that you're out there blabbing in a restaurant about the president, Kamala Harris. Um, but he's
7: definitely slowing down. These are my personal opinions. I'm entitled to my own personal opinion. You absolutely are. You 100% are. And that's all I was sharing with I've had a meeting with Michelle Obama privately. I'm just, I'm just telling just, you what I've heard And the American people will
8: hear those opinions
7: Why did the American people hear what I'm thinking?
8: Because the American people have a right to know what happens in their government
7: They do, I agree with you Yes.
8: They have a right to know, as you said, what happens in their government I'm just,
9: I'm just telling just you what I've heard like,
8: Why they won't remove Kamala Harris Probably same thing well, with Kamala not?
7: Harris, she's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Like, I what see. kind of message are you going to send to, like, the African-American voter? I don't know that. I'm making, I, I guess, I'm guessing. I have no idea. I don't have any official word. I, this is water cooler rumor mill chat. Like in the, how could that get, okay. So.
8: We're here in Washington, D.C., in the nation's capital with an individual who works at the White House Office of Cybersecurity. And he's running away from me because he's been caught on a hidden camera here. How can they trust the Biden administration with security? This is a clown show. Cybersecurity office. He's covering his face, everyone. He's covering his face. The question for the American people want to know is, how can we trust the Biden administration and the federal government for that matter, with securing networks, which is your job, when you're literally in a meeting with James O'Keefe. You're not a dumb guy. You, you go to the Kennedy School. You went to Georgetown. <laughs> Are
7: you it was with with the Kennedy I School it was the at all. American. Harvard? What about that? Yes, I'm in the executive education program there at I essentially started at Georgetown and I applied at State. And I went to Georgetown for my
8: master's. You're not a very low level employee. What are you doing? What are you doing
7: here
8: today? Are you texting Biden to your <laughs> boss? As he was happily, is, happy to discuss all of his opinions, Biden? all of these facts regarding his job, regarding the election, ah! regarding Joe Biden, but rendered mute here in the nation's capital, <laughs> not, not willing to mute. say another word after being told that he was on a meeting with James O'Keefe, talking about protecting the nation's network security, talking about Kamala Harris, talking about Joe Biden's cognitive abilities. And now he's furiously texting somebody, not sure who he's texting. All right, well, good luck to you, sir. We'll be publishing your video online. And um, I hope our government is more competent than what I've seen here today. Unbelievable. You can't make this shit up.
2: Oh hold on look at that, look at that. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) What undercover game, man? (laughs) Honey potting the government officials. Look
3: at (laughs) (laughs)
2: So, here's my question, Eli. Do you think that Mr. Krager, Mrs. Krager, whatever he wants to be called, do you think he was more mad, more upset, and more butthurt, pun intended, that he didn't get a piece of James O'Keefe at the end of the night and didn't get a happy ending, or that he got caught on camera saying what he said?
3: I didn't know if I should say it, but somebody in the chat said, oh, poor guy, he blew it. And I was like, well, not... The way he wanted to. <laughs> Not only that, James O'Keefe paid for dinner. <laughs> What's even better is the guy was so on fire. The girl next to him was like, yeah, I'm going to throw this in too. She's probably cheating on her boy. She was like, I can't be on camera with him. <laughs> and the funniest part is,
2: is that James O'Keefe knows how crazy it is that just the glasses and the dyed hair. So he, now he's trolling the government saying, I can't believe you're this stupid that you got caught by me. Like James doesn't have to go out there and do this stuff. But he did because he can still, because the mainstream doesn't know who James O'Keefe is. He's not popular like a Trump or something like that. He's used the fact that they've held him down and not made him
3: popular to keep popping these people. And in a way, that's the one way the mainstream media has helped us. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thank you. We appreciate it.
2: (laughs) Eli, but the gayness, man. Wow, there's so much. And here's the thing. You're gonna continue you're gonna be able to continue to keep honeypotting these homos. I'm not saying that in a derogatory way, homosexuals what they are. You're gonna continue to be able to honeypot these homosexuals because to them, sex is everything, right? They just can't get away from it. I mean, they're doing it in the Senate chambers. What won't these people do? Oh, can't say these people. But you ask yourself, just how insane is it in DC? Well, how about this insane? Yesterday, 150 House Democrats, including House Democrat minority leader Hakeem Jeffries, voted against a bill that would deport illegal aliens. Who were caught drunk driving? Think about that. What happens if you get caught drunk driving? Well, first of all, look at the people you put at risk by drunk driving. <laughs> Jennifer says, "What a line, honey potting the homos." <laughs> sure, James O'Keefe should sell that on his website. If you and I get caught drunk driving, bye bye. See you later. There goes your license. You get caught drunk driving twice, you go to prison, I think. But illegals, the Democrats say if they get caught drunk driving, not a big deal. Wednesday, they passed legislation or they on, on Wednesday they would have passed legislation that would have deported illegal uh, illegal aliens who rob American seniors by committing social security fraud. Now that bill passed two hundred seventy two to one fifty five with all Republicans present voting in favor, and 155 Democrats in opposition. The House of Representatives Thursday passed the Protect Our Communities from DUIs Act, also known as the H.R. 6976. This legislation would bar illegal aliens with DUIs from entering the United States and subject them to deportation if they cross the border again. That bill passed... By a 274 to 150 vote. Representative Barry Moore from Alabama, who introduced the bill, thanked his colleagues for passing his legislation. I'll play this video real quick for you. But in the end, you must know that 150 House Democrats said, no, it's OK if they drive drunk here he in America. The gentleman from
10: Alabama, Mr. Moore. Mr. Speaker, I ask unanimous consent that all members have five legislative days in which to revise and extend their remarks and inst- insert extraneous Materials on H.R. 6976. Without objection. I yield myself as much time as I may consume. The gentleman is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Every 45 minutes, that is how often someone in the United States dies in a crash involving an alcohol-impaired driver. In 2021 alone, there were 13,384 alcohol-impaired driving fatalities. In the same year, drunk drivers... Our drunk driving crashes led to nearly 400,000 injuries. Those crashes don't discriminate. The victim could be me. It could be you. It could be one of our family members.
2: Well, it couldn't be me because I don't drive drunk. What about you, Eli? Could it be you? No. Nope. Nope. We don't drive drunk. I know a lot of people do. And if you do, you should get suffer the consequence. And if you're an illegal alien, that consequence should be immediate deportation. 150 Democrats didn't think so. Thank God the bill passed. But for those 150 Democrats who don't think that driving while drunk should be a crime that subjects you to deportation when you're here illegally, as if that wasn't enough, they get the dumb dumb. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up, Eli. Can't make this stuff up. Let's stay in Congress for a minute, shall we? Some people did some things, Eli. She's in some hot water for all of her support of Somalia, saying that she puts Islam in Somalia and the president of Somalia and the people of Somalia and her brother husband. All of them are before America. So in an act of one of good things that she's done, Marjorie Taylor Greene said, OK, time to put the pedal to the metal on this one. I respect her for this. Representative
9: Ilhan Omar of Somalia. I mean, Minnesota. Oh, wait a minute. Elected members of.
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't catch that. Eli, I didn't catch that when I first watched that. She says, Representative Ilhan Omar of Somalia. I mean, Minnesota. Got to give it to Marjorie on that one. Got to give it to her on that one, even though I don't like her at all. Got to give her that one.
9: Censuring Representative Ilhan Omar of Somalia, I mean Minnesota. (laughs) Whereas elected members of Congress take an oath to bear true faith and allegiance to the United States without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. Whereas Representative Ilhan Omar took an oath of allegiance to the United States upon becoming a citizen, declaring, I absolutely and entirely renounce and abjure all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign prince, potentate, state, or sovereignty of whom or which I have heretofore been a subject or citizen. Whereas on January 27, 2024, Representative Omar gave remarks at an event in Minneapolis in which she made treasonous statements, Whereas, Representative Omar said she has spoken to many Somalians who asked her to intercede for the Somali government by pressuring the United States government into certain actions. Whereas Representative Omar assured the Somalians she spoke to, the U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. They will do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard the interest of Somalia. Whereas Representative Omar continued, For as long as I am in U.S. Congress, Somalia will never be in danger. Its waters will not be stolen by Ethiopia or others. Sleep in comfort knowing I am here to protect the interest of Somalia from inside the U.S. system." Whereas George Washington warned in his farewell address of 1796 to guard against the impostures of pretended patriotism and further declared citizens by birth or choice of a common country, that country has a right to concentrate your affections. The name of American which belongs to you in your national capacity must always exalt the just pride of patriotism more than any appellation derived from local discriminations. Whereas these statements by Representative Omar clearly violate the oath she took as an elected member of Congress to defend and protect the United States Constitution. Whereas Representative Omar has exhibited the treasonous tendencies George Washington warned about. And her Actions must be condemned by all members of Congress who adhere to the oath they took upon assuming office.
2: I agree 100%. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, I saw a couple of people in there say that they don't understand why we don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Look, I'm not saying you don't like you can't like her. I'm not saying she's not even effective. I'm saying I don't like her. I don't like her personally because of many things that she did that I thought were really screwed up, especially the unwavering support of Kevin McCarthy and then when asked about it she blew up and and started criticizing the people asking her about it and then how she treated the 20 that removed Kevin McCarthy and then using Fagiardo Blow to step in between Will Johnson and Marjorie who used to march with me and Will Johnson shoulder to shoulder in 2015 and 16 from asking a question because she didn't want to be asked the question about Kevin McCarthy Lee says, you and MTG will end up being buds. No, no, we were. I do not, I will not associate myself in a friendship manner with somebody who doesn't have any integrity. I believe she has no integrity. That doesn't mean you have to believe that. You might not have had that experience with her. I did. But I will always give her credit where credit is due. And I'll always respect what she is doing for the country. I'll leave it at that. Now, Oregon Supreme Court, speaking of Congress being corrupt, the Oregon Supreme Court, which is the state Supreme Court, has now barred 10 Republican lawmakers from running for re-election. This whole ballot crap has got to stop. And I pray that the Colorado ruling will make this ballot crap stop because the, we can play both ways. The Oregon Supreme Court has ruled that 10 Republican lawmakers may not seek reelection. That means people that are already elected by you, the people in Oregon, because they participated in a walkout last year over a policy dispute. How many times have Democrats walked out and refused to vote? Remember when the Democrats led by Sheila Lee Jackson jumped on a on a on a on a bus to Washington, D.C., paid for by Nancy Pelosi and the DNC? Remember that? Remember when they left Texas and denied quorum to vote? Remember when they were threatened that they were going to get arrested? The same thing happened with Democrats in Wisconsin if they didn't come back. Remember that? And now you're going to push 10 Republicans off the, off the ballot because they did the same thing? According to a rule in Oregon called Measure 113, 10 or more unexcused absences disqualifies one from seeking re-election. Did you think the left would use this tactic? Did you think that the the left would use would only use this tactic against Trump? Now you're going to watch how other states states create new rules for the sole purpose of taking Republicans off ballots. Since they know they can't do ranked choice voting, they know that they're not going to beat MAGA at the ballot box. They know that they're not going to lock up Trump and they know that they, that in the end we're going to win. This is their new new tactic. To try to make rules up within the House, within the party, to remove people because they didn't do X, Y, and Z. But yet we've got Ilhan Omar out there talking about pledging allegiance to Somalia. That's okay. That's okay. Oregon really needs a strong uh, group of people to come in and lead, and we'll be praying for those people I'm sure that the lawsuit will uh, will set in, and I'm sure that they'll be able to get back on um, the ballot. But as of right now, they are absolutely removed from the ballot. Speaking of ballots, let's go from Oregon down to Georgia. And I think you're really going to like this. Yesterday, the Georgia State House voted 167 to 1 to pass a bill requiring all ballots to have an official watermark on them to prevent counterfeiting. Remember we talked about watermarks in the 2020 ballot uh, box? Remember we said if watermarks were on them, we thought maybe they were. Turned out to be they weren't. They were in some states, but they weren't used properly. This simple step of putting a watermark on a ballot would identify the authenticity of that ballot the same way you find out if money is counterfeit. Same exact way. It would eliminate a big method of cheating right out the gate that happened in Fulton County, that happened in Pennsylvania, that happened in Michigan, Wisconsin, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona, and many more, where multiple election workers swore they saw Fulton County count thousands upon thousands of fictitious ballots for Biden in the middle of the night and in days to follow. Now, that lawsuit is still going on in court, but yesterday, the House voted 167 to 1 in a bill that, would, that passed requiring all ballots to have official watermarks. Now, it would go to the Senate. Now, if it passed in the Senate, it would go to get, uh, Governor uh, Brian Kemp, and then Governor Brian Kemp would be on the hot box, in the hot seat, for having to sign that legislation into law. So why don't we go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day to the Georgia State House for passing such a common sense law. Or I should say a common sense bill. Smarty Award of the day, the Georgia State House. Let's keep on moving. We don't have a lot of time left. What do we have left? 18 minutes? Let's move right to the... FBI, Eli, remember the other day when we talked about you, you, you made a statement where the FBI, it was probably a a, a scenario where the FBI knew about the guy months prior, but they never did anything about it. Just watching them. them. But really that is the, the false flag is allowing them to go and do the crimes that they were going to do because it furthers your political agenda. Well, half half the time it's them themselves. We come to find out. Yeah. Who are baiting and, 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 and controlling the whole situation like January 6th. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you might have heard about the man who uh, decapitated, and yes, that's exactly what he did, a Pennsylvania militia man who beheaded and posted videos of his federal employee father's head online. They say he was a Trump guy. They say that he was going after Democrats. This is another way to radicalize. we pull up a picture of this scumbag? Let's pull up a picture of this gruesome evil-looking man. He even looks like he's pedophile, pedophilistic, right? That's him right there, folks. Well, it has been discovered that a Pennsylvania man who is now charged with beheading his father and posting a video of the gruesome act online was reported to the FBI over six months ago, Eli. Go figure. Makes sense. Justin Moan, 32 committed the murder at their family home before uploading the video to YouTube, where he held up the decapitated head of his father, a longtime federal employee. Don't worry, I'm not going to show it. The information raises serious questions, ladies and gentlemen, regarding the FBI's focus and priorities. As some critics argue that the agency is disproportionately focusing its surveillance and investigation efforts on prosecuting conservative political groups or people that like to vote for Donald Trump, and they're not doing, I don't know, their damn job and going after the real gruesome people in the world, the evil people in the world, which is what we funded the FBI to do. Justin Mohn is charged in the heinous murder of a 68-year-old 60 year father, and we find out that the FBI had reports of this guy months ago and did absolutely nothing to stop it. That is what our FBI is focusing on. How about our military? How about the NSA? How about the CIA? How about the DOJ? What is everybody focusing on that is weakening our national security? That is putting all of us at risk. How about the Pentagon? Remember when Lloyd Austin just couldn't be found? Right? They couldn't get the FBI to find the guy? Oh, He was in the hospital getting treatment for butt cancer. Here's his heartfelt apology for that.
10: Grateful to my doctors and the nursing staff at Walter Reed. And I very much appreciate all the good wishes. But I want to be crystal clear. We did not handle this right. And I did not handle this right. You don't say. I should have told the president about my cancer diagnosis. Probably. I should have also told my team and the American public. And I take full responsibility. I apologize to my teammates and to the American people. Now I want to make it very clear that there were no gaps in authorities and no risk to the Department's command and control. Really? At every moment, either I or the Deputy Secretary was in full charge. And we've already put in place some new procedures to make sure that any lapses in notification don't happen.
2: Yeah, just don't do
10: it. In the future, if the deputy secretary needs to temporarily assume the, off- the duties of my office, she and several white house offices will be immediately notified, including the white house situation room. And so will key officials across the department. And the reason for that assumption of duties will be included in writing. Now, I want you all to know that to know why this happened. I was being treated for prostate cancer. The news shook me, and I know that it shakes so many others, especially in the black community. Why? It was a gut punch. What about the black community? And frankly, my first instinct was to keep it private. I don't think it's news that I'm a pretty private guy. I never liked uh, burdening others with my problems.
2: Well, you burdened the entire United States by having the um, defense secretary... Missing. We didn't know if you were kidnapped. Probably wouldn't have minded. Fact of the matter is we still need a person in that role at all times. Because if he's not and we don't know where he is, that is a lapse in national security. Just that fact alone. Nobody cares about your feelings. Nobody cares about your privacy. You are this defense secretary. You forgo that privacy. You forgo those feelings. You have a job to do. And you didn't do it. So I don't want to hear about in the future if this happens. No. There should no be in the future if this happens. You should be fired or resigned today. That's what the American people demand. And I don't understand, Eli. He says this has been such a heartbreaking time, especially for those in the black community. What in the hell is he talking about? Yeah. Who? Name someone specifically. Is it because he's saying that the black people get prostate cancer more than white people? Is that what he's saying? Probably. They're not able to cope like white people are. Well, we got 12 minutes left, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get to the last few, um, the last few stories, I do want to talk about uh, the people that help us out and make this all possible. I definitely do not want to overlook um, our sponsors and our partners and I definitely don't want to look, overlook Valentine's Day. Eli, what is it? 12 days away? Have you got your loved one, some, uh, your loved one something yet? Have you got your wives the, most, the, the, the best possible Valentine's Day gift that you could get her? And that is the Margaret the Goat Valentine's Day gift box from OFP Farms filled with goodies, filled with wonderful stuff that she'll say, how did you possibly know that I love this stuff that much? And he says, honey... Because I love you. Because I pay that much attention to you. And because I watch that much LFA TV. Ladies and gentlemen, get yours today. Get your nice little cuddly Margaret the Goat stuffed animal. Get your lip balm goat milk chapstick and your goat milk soap and goat milk cosmetics today. And get a 15% off discount by going to OFPFarms.com. That's OFPFarms.com. Promo code LFA15. And it'll get you 15% off. Also, folks, after you uh, after you take a shower and you start uh, getting ready to lay down at night, make sure you're laying on a my pillow because they're not lumpy. Eli, have you ever seen Mike Lindell freak out over the fact that somebody called his pillows lumpy? Like it was, he doesn't freak out about anything in the world about like when they call you know say he's a he's a bigot or a racist,
3: but don't call his pillows lumpy, right? My favorite part of Sean's show because he uses that as the advertisement. <laughs> the pillows aren't lumpy.
2: Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lindell's a great patriot. And anytime that you do go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code LFA or go to MyPillow.com slash LFA, because not only does it help Mike, and it helps us. And another way to help yourself, well, ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't say help the stock market by take your money out of it, but help yourself by doing it. I'd put your money in something more, a little bit solid, something a little bit more, I don't know, tangible, gold, silver, palladium, platinum, things that you can have in your own hands. Things that you don't have to worry, whether Joe Biden or the next guy is going to ship it over to Vladimir Zelensky so he can be on a yacht being racist, talking about, I need more money, send me more money. Goldco.com slash live, that's Goldco.com slash live, request your free kit today. All right, Eli, let's get to the last few stories here. We got nine minutes left. Joe Biden decided to go to Michigan. Joe Biden is apparently campaigning for president. Decided to go to Michigan, you know, Trump country. It's pretty bad, Eli, when a president comes to visit you and you have to put tactical riot gear police out in the street to keep people away because, you know, they love him so much, apparently. (laughs) if Eli, every movie that I've ever seen where, like, the uh, authorities come out in riot gear to, like, dispel, like, push the people back, It's never the people loving the president. It's people wanting to cause harm to him. Yeah, it's usually during a riot situation. So when you see these scenes, ladies and gentlemen, now I know that these are Palestinian protesters, but didn't Joe Biden run on bringing all of America together, Eli? Didn't he run on the ticket of of, of unity and, and solidarity? Like the stupidest sayings too, from the river to the sea. They're the dumbest sayings. they have the most, the most immature. Doctor Seuss nursery rhymes. How many people did you kill today? Now, first of all, I don't mind people like that being shut off and excommunicated from society. However, if you're Joe Biden, isn't that racist, Eli? Isn't that racist and bigoted to keep those people's message out? Yep. I think so. Yep. Joe Biden. Why are you keeping these people away from having a voice? That's what I want to know. Or how about this one? Eli, did you see where Joe Biden told these people in this diner to vote for Trump? Did you see that? It's only seven seconds. You're going to have to play it, loop it, so the people can see it a couple times. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Joe Biden telling the people of Michigan, vote Trump. I hope he uses this in a campaign slow. What an idiot. Roll it. Play it again. He says, vote Trump. Play it again. That guy's shot, Eli. Vote Trump. Vote Trump. I'll vote for me because he's popping the hair and legs. Vote Trump. Vote Trump. Vote Trump. Trump. Hey, thank you. I mean, he's the gift that keeps on giving, Eli. Him and Hillary Clinton, they're like herpes. They're just the gift that keeps on giving. Vote Trump! Okay, I guess we'll vote Trump then. I guess we'll vote Trump. And then, Eli, you know what he did after that? He goes on and he talks to a... um, By the way, nobody cared that he was there. Right? Nobody got up. Nobody did anything. Nobody wanted... Oh, can we get a picture with you? Right? So get this. He's talking to a gold star mom, a mom who lost her children, murdered. Joe Biden called the gold star parents who lost their children in a drone attack in Jordan last weekend to offer his condolences, right? Because, you know, the three service members that were killed, 34 that were injured in the drone attack. Well, while talking to this gold star mom who's crying, Eli, you know what he said? My son, Bo, my son, Bo, spent time in Iraq, and that's how I lost him, Biden told the sobbing, crying, Gold Star parents. I lost my son, Bo. He died in Iraq. That's what made us lose him. Uh, Joe, your son died of brain cancer at Walter Reed in Bethesda, Maryland, in 2015, And then your other drug addict son started banging his wife. That's the story. You're not a gold star dad. I remember I grew up Puerto Rico right across the river from Delaware. And the kids used to rub up up, up, our hair up and down on my legs. And my son, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, who's wait? Somebody in the chat is hating? Who is? Who, who's, who's hating what? I got to see this. Brings up his son, lowest in Iowa. Please stop pestering Jeremy. Who's pestering me? I'd love to know. I didn't see anybody pestering me. You can't pester me. I'm going to block out the sun. I'm my son. I died of cancer inside of Biden. So he lies to a Gold Star family and tells them that his son also died. Pretending he's a gold star dad and he's anything but that. Narcissist, narcissist sociopath. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what he is. Did Hunter bang his brother's wife in Iraq? Nope. That was in Maryland. Jeremy, you're always on fire. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you guys very much. It's a, it's, it, you know, it says something to have 5,500 people here on a Friday. Smarty award for Jeremy's Biden impression. Uh, It's Logan's birthday. Can he get a quick song? Well, of course he can. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Logan. Your birthday's on Sunday. Happy birthday to you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, tomorrow, all 5,500 of you, I need you all tomorrow, noon, Ava's coming on at 10 o'clock tomorrow, not noon. So if you want to make sure you watch Ava's Whistleblowers, you need to watch that at 10 o'clock. Because noon, we're going live from Eagle Pass. We're going to be live from noon until 4, and then the other shows will be on tomorrow night. Remember, tomorrow, 12 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. Please, please, please tune in for our coverage of... Take Back the Border at Eagle Pass. That is 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow, Saturday. Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to end today, I played it yesterday. It's just as funny as today. Let's play it again, shall we?
10: It's kleptocracy. <laughs> yeah. Cryptocracy. <Yeah>. You guys need kleptocracy. <laughs> kleptocracy.
2: Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America today. I want to thank you all for being here very, very, very much. If you, uh, if you want more of Live from America, you can go to LFATV.us. It'll tell you Everything you need to know about each and every host. You can also follow their social media platforms right from their talent card section on LFATV.us. You can also go to JeremyHarrell.com, Listen to some great music of mine. Rebirth of America. America is dying. That was the song that predated Rebirth of America. Check out all of my social media. Make sure you listen to all the great music. Check out our store. We've got blowout sales. $10 or less sales. We got rapture ready stuff. We the people stuff. Trump stuff, LFA TV stuff, and much more. And you can even go to the donut section up here and give me some donuts. I mean, donate for donuts. Either way, thank you guys very much. I appreciate you being here. Remember this. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you guys will ever prosper. Kevin Smith is coming up next on Loud Majority. And remember, watch all the shows today because you're going to get Ryan popping in and letting you know the update from the border. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I love you Don't all. Oh,
6: peace.